0: Uh, well, recently, just over the past week, we've been uh, talking with uh, numerous different people about uh, the um, the homeless situation in the city of Edmonton. We know that numbers are up. Um, we had City Councillor Andrew Knack on recently mm-hmm. talking about the uh, how busy uh, Edmonton's homeless shelters are. We had uh, Minister Nixon uh, from Community um, Services on suggesting that it wasn't as bad as maybe uh, what the counselor was saying. But now we have the folks at Hope Mission uh, saying, hey, you know what, it has been exceptionally busy.
1: Uh, you know, it is interesting too that even after talking with the minister, then we got an announcement uh, just earlier this week about adding spending money to add more uh, temporary winter spaces. So we're not talking summertime, but it is winter, so clearly there's there's still some capacity issues here. Tim Pasma is a senior manager of homeless programs at Hope Mission, joining us this morning here on six thirty. Chad, Tim, thanks for the time. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, so, it, isn't it true that in summertime, you guys are a little less busy, obviously, because of the weather. It's not uh, its not as dangerous to be outside. Is that normally true?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely normally true. Our numbers are typically lower. Um, and so in some cases, significantly lower than during the winter time.
0: So, Tim, what is the reality though right now? I mean, we're hearing, you know, two two different perspectives from two different areas. Uh, you're right there. How busy are you?
2: Well, you know, I can only speak for our agency and the services we provide, but but we are quite busy. Like we're seeing um, significant numbers uh, for summertime. And I mean, we 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 are looking at June 2023 to June 2022, and we're seeing about on average more than 100 extra people per night. Hmm. And uh, on peak nights, we're seeing you know upwards of 200 additional people compared to last year wow. uh, on nights where it's very rainy or very miserable outside.
1: And even setting a record for the number of people, uh, it was about a month ago, sort of mid June.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so when we had a very rainy spell there in June, we saw a number of nights, and one of the peak nights was around eight eight hundred and forty plus people uh, that were coming to shelter that night. So that's that's very high for the summer.
0: Yeah, well, and it's been interesting because we've had you know the 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 high high heat, we've had the, the big rain, but plus the smoke as well. So obviously uh, weather plays a, a big role in this too.
2: Oh, definitely. I think air quality. I think. Uh, obviously rain and, and uh, any any sort of cold or miserable temperatures, uh, that's going to be a factor always. So, um, yeah.
1: I, I know you can only speak for Hope Mission, but uh, do you think that there there are are not enough shelter spaces, uh, both in the summer but also in wintertime? Do we need more or is, is the system that we have working reasonably well? What do you think?
2: you know conversations around you know how many spaces are available and and i know that that's happening on a on a regular basis um the province has put out a call for additional shelter spaces already um so and we'll see in, in winter typically whether us or other agencies have been operating additional shelter spaces over the number of over the last number of years and i think it is a challenging situation because coming out of the pandemic um numbers were going up and um, we no one was really sure if that was pandemic related and if that was going to go down again, mm-hmm. or if that was going to continue to rise or stay where it was. So uh, we've definitely haven't seen the dip. We've, we've seen the numbers going up. The number of people experiencing homelessness in Edmonton has gone up to uh, just over 3,100. Um, so that's a significant number, and and I think, uh, but I think. there there is cooperation between different levels of government to try to find a solution.
0: So Tim, when we talk about those solutions as a a stakeholder, as you know, Hope Mission being a stakeholder in all of this, uh, what does the organization believe needs to be done?
2: I think from our perspective, to be honest, we're just really focused on meeting the need. Uh, We're meeting the need of everybody coming to our doors and whether that's, you know, we have to flex up on certain nights to provide additional beds and spaces, uh, that's what we'll do, and we'll provide the information and the data on what we're seeing. And and after that, you know, it's it's really a, a policy decision um, yeah. that that gets, gets kind of made above our heads.
1: Hey Tim, you know what? We talk about the homeless, or we talk about numbers. It, it's all you know. It's 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 not very personal. You must hear some really uh, sobering personal stories, or perhaps just stories where. People are just shocked they end up in the situation. Can you share with us some some of the scenarios? Because obviously not everyone is in the same world, right?
2: Well, you know, that's, it's, it, that is definitely a very good point. I, I think the one thing about uh, homelessness and the issue of homelessness is, people are coming at it from all sorts of different walks of life, just like we see in, in regular society. Um, you know, we have people that are, uh, you know, have lost jobs, uh, have, are dealing with addiction are dealing with mental health issues or dealing with significant trauma. Um, there's a wide variety of need out there. And that's, that's why a lot of the, the services that need to be offered need to be, uh, varied and multifaceted because there's not just, you know one profile of, mm. of somebody who could be experiencing homelessness it's it's wide and is very complex
0: tim um have you had to or at any point do you turn anyone away like are you at over capacity at any time like I, i'm just wondering because i don't know the number you, you talk about how many numbers of, of people are there but i don't know how many um people uh, the hope mission can can house in in one evening
2: we haven't had to turn anyone away. Uh, we, we have been able to meet the demand uh, or the need uh, of everybody that's coming to our doors. Uh, the number of people that we can take, we do have two large facilities downtown, uh, which helps for sure. And so we are able to take you know quite a number of people. We, we, I don't have a specific number on how many exactly we can take but we're ready on any given night to meet the need.
1: At the same time, like you say, summertime, it's usually Mm. quieter. So you're seeing these numbers. Does that make you worry about wintertime? Now, obviously, Mm. maybe that's where the the government came in with some funding for winter shelters, temporary winter shelters. But uh, do you look ahead uh, and and wonder about what the situation is going to be when it gets colder?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that's always top of mind. Uh, And a lot of times in the summer, you're kind of thinking, okay, we're trying to get ready to wrap up for winter here. Um, that's a good time to do more staff training, development, um, thinking about things. Uh, whereas this year, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, continuing to, to keep that focus from last winter and again, meeting the need of everybody that's coming to our doors. But yeah, there is definitely still conversations about what winter is gonna look like. Yeah. And, uh, and, and those conversations continue with, you know, all sorts of different groups in the sector. And in, including government um, and we're you know we're we're, we're expecting that there will probably be some additional shelter spaces put online through the winter to meet the demand of people during especially the coldest days of the year
0: yeah Tim Pazma joining us before we let you go uh, you need some you need some things right now
2: yeah yeah we could use uh, donations uh, in-kind donations you know men's uh, women's clothing underwear uh, socks uh even shoes um bottled water any any items uh that people can provide are are needed and are great to, to get and also just community support you know we're we rely on the community to provide this service so anything that members of the public including volunteers um want to provide that would be great
1: uh what's the easiest way to do that
2: uh, if you just go to hopemission.com, uh, you can you can find information on where to drop off donations, uh, how to volunteer, and if you do decide, if someone does decide to give a financial gift, you can do that there as well.
1: Tim Pasma, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Appreciate right. that.